0: Hello and welcome to Season 3 of the Ease with Food podcast. My name is Shannon, I'm a registered nutritionist, nutrition counsellor and eating disorder recovery coach. I really love hosting this podcast because it gives me a lovely space to help people like you heal their relationship to food. We talk about all types of relationships to food in this podcast from binge eating and emotional eating to restrictive eating to bulimia behaviours. This podcast is definitely not a substitute for one-to-one support, but I do hope it will give you some actionable tips and give you a space to hear about eating disorder recovery, wellness, and anything else that might pop up. Please do subscribe to the podcast if you want to keep up to date, and I hope that you enjoy the episode. welcome to the final episode of the ease with food podcast before we have a bit of a break in honor of me having a summer break from the podcast I thought this episode would be good to be about eating in the summer so it's going to be an episode about eating when it's hot and I am recording this in advance of a couple of weeks before it goes out so Hopefully, when it goes out at the end of August, it's going to make sense and it is going to be hot weather. If not, and it's freezing or it's cold where you are, uh, just keep this episode for when you need it, I guess. So let's dive in. So eating when it's hot, especially when you're in eating disorder recovery, is super duper challenging. It brings up a whole lot of like additional challenges, right? So it's really important to approach eating when it's going to be hot. You need to approach it with your own needs and your own recovery journey in mind. So anything that I see that goes against any of your like professional support that you've had or what you know is best for you, just ignore it and take what is going to be helpful. So I'm just going to dive straight into some tips because like, I know that when you're listening to this, like when it's hot, you just want some quick tips, right? So let's just dive in. Okay, so number one, it might be really obvious, but you need to make sure you're staying hydrated. Make sure you're drinking enough water. And this might sound a bit strange if you've never heard this, but just drinking straight water sometimes isn't the most hydrating thing that you can have. If it's super-duper hot and you are sweating a lot, or maybe you're like Doing a lot of um, moving around and you are losing a lot of electrolytes and your sweat, you need to replenish them. So just drinking straight water isn't going to be like the most effective option. So I would maybe look at having, say, um, some like sport drinks or some something containing electrolytes. So that's anything that contains calcium, chlorine, magnesium, potassium. So that could be like a banana and some milk. It could be like an electrolyte tablet, it could be a sports drink, anything that you want to. Um obviously if you're in eating disorder recovery and you'll be medically monitor monitored, I would just check in with your treatment team, like your dietitian or your doctor, just to make sure that's safe for you. But adding electrolytes should should usually be okay. But I would just check in with that if you do have a treatment team, um, just to be safe. And obviously you can add things like um frozen fruit to your water. You could add like frozen herbs. Um, you might have seen this before. Like you can have like a fruit, an ice cube tray and you can add like some lemon slices or some like basil and some strawberry and make little fruity ice cubes. If you just simply Google, you know, um, ice cube ideas, um, I'm sure you'll have a lot and you can add that to your drinks and then, um, you know, it will flavor it with different Uh, flavors (laughs) to make it more appealing to drink if you'd like to. Um, You could also have some like soda or any sort of fizzy drinks that you want to. You could maybe have some iced coffee or tea. Um, Just really keep that hydration up. Hydration is really important when it's hot, as I'm sure you know, Um, but that would be my first tip. Um, The second tip would be to continue eating your meal plan. If you don't have a meal plan because maybe you just don't have one yet or because you Um, just haven't been given one for whatever reason, that's totally fine. All I mean by meal plan is eating regular meals and snacks. So when you're in recovery from disordered eating, ideally you should be working towards having three meals and three snacks per day. That's regardless of what type of disordered eating you have. Obviously, if you need to weight restore, you would be eating probably more than someone who isn't in need of weight restoration. But it really just depends on the circumstance. So everyone should hopefully be eating three meals and two to three snacks per day. And the quantity and what you're eating will just vary dependent on your needs. So try and adhere to your meal plan or regular way of eating as much as possible. Just because it's hot does not mean that you need less food. In fact, you probably need more food because your body is using more energy to cope with the heat. So don't believe those uh, fibs from people who say that you just don't need as much food when it's hot. You definitely do, especially if you're in eating disorder and disordered eating recovery. And you don't want to be skimping on your food because, you know, after a couple of days, that's really going to catch up with you, especially if your body is undernourished, which if you're in disordered eating recovery, it's probably undernourished. So just try to stick to the structure. I know it's a bit more difficult, but as we've said before, food is your medicine in disordered eating recovery. So do what you can to make it a bit easier, like with these tips we're going to talk about, but you need to stick to consistent eating. All right, and on the note of like how you can maybe change things up, you can maybe have some more cooling or hydrating foods. So maybe that would be eating like fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, salads, Um, maybe it would be having like some smoothies or some yogurt dishes. It might be having more like cold foods, like sides like coleslaw or potato salad. Or, you know, if you were to have something hot on your plate, like chicken, you can maybe eat it with some like pasta salad and regular salad. Keeping in mind that you still need to have all of the food groups. You don't want to just eat fruits and vegetables and salad because that is not going to be enough food for you. You still need to make sure you're having starchy carbohydrates, fats, protein. You still need to make sure you're having enough calcium sources. So this isn't an invite for you to skimp on carbs, fat, protein. It's really just an invite for you to maybe choose like fresher or cooler options as well as those other foods that you need. Even if it's roasting hot, you still definitely need to have starchy carbohydrates. Um, that could be bread, it could be pasta, it could be a uh, potato, it could be whatever. You still need to make sure you're having them because that's important for your physical and your emotional well-being. Okay, another tip for like cooking and eating when it's hot would be to like modify when you're, how and when you're cooking. So, maybe it's in the heat of the day, like between, you know, 12 and four, like maybe it's just impossible to eat or cook them. So it might be that during that time, you just have like a snack. So that snack might be like some fruit and yogurt. It might be some ice cream. It might be like something basic, like a sandwich or whatever, or like some vegetables with some A hummus or something maybe during those times of the day when it's very hot maybe you have maybe you just don't cook right so maybe that means that you need to just look ahead like plan forward for your day and say okay I'm gonna have like my cooked meals at 9 a.m 12 p.m and like 7 p.m you know just an example you do what works best for you and maybe if you do need to cook when it's a bit hotter you might use something that's more like it doesn't generate any heat. So it might be like you don't use the oven or you don't like fry food. Maybe it's more like you have things like um, like cold foods, like salads, sandwiches that you don't need to heat up. Maybe it's you have like pre-cooked like protein, so like chicken from the fridge or ham from the fridge or cheese, things that you don't need to heat up, right? That might be an option too. Um... And then I guess another option would be to practice like self-care. So I know lots of you take medication for your mental health as well. Things like SSRIs, they can make you more prone to heat exhaustion and they can just have a bigger impact. You can just have like more of an impact with the heat than if you didn't take them. So um, obviously you need to take your medication. So Just try and take care of yourself by not exerting too much energy, not getting too hot and too, you know, sweaty in the heat, making sure to hydrate. It might be that you take cold showers. Maybe you use like a cold compress on your forehead, or on your neck. Maybe you wear airy clothes. Maybe you spend your time in like the shade. Of course, if you're spending time outside, you can practice like self-care by using like sunscreen on your face and your body. Maybe it is drinking cold drinks instead of hot drinks. Maybe it's uh, keeping your curtains closed when it's hot. All these kind of things can help you as well. And ultimately, it's all about just doing what works for you. So I've given you a few ideas. I know that they're not kind of super like revolutionary, like it's all about just, you know, hydration, having colder foods, cooling foods, um, cooking and eating food when it's a bit cooler, um, having like chilled or cold foods instead of cooking food, um, practicing self-care, you know, relaxing after you've been in the hot weather, etc. And ultimately, like These things are going to help you when you're in the hot weather. And also, they're just going to help you in general, too. Because if you go a few days not eating as much because it's hot, that's going to catch up with you. Because, you know, the effort that you put in today is going to be prioritizing your recovery and your well being. So keep that in mind. I know it's difficult to eat when it's hot, but it's definitely worth it for you to have a happier, healthy relationship to food. And it can even just be a time for you to experiment with different things, like different flavours, a different way of eating. Um, it can even be an invite for you to like challenge yourself to different foods. Maybe it's things like, you know, dips or sauces and things to make meals a bit more interesting without having to spend lots of time cooking. It could be an opportunity for you to try new recipes. But ultimately, the bottom line is just do what you need to do even if you just have to get your food down and you eat the exact same as usual, that's fine too. Even if you do need to end up like cooking and you're roasting hot when you cook, um, even if you're like, you're still getting your food intake in. So that's the main thing, right? Like do what you can and do what you need to do. Well, like I said, this is the final episode of this season before I go on a bit of a break. It's the end of August now, so... I'm going to return the end of September, so I'm going to be taking like a month off. Uh, So you won't have a weekly episode, but you can go back and listen to the old episodes. We're still going to be posting content on Instagram and on the website, so I'll link those two below, and you can join our email list. We send like two to three helpful emails a week, so get on the email list if you still want to be in with, you know, tips and strategies and my, my thoughts and things. Um, I will see you in about a month and I hope you have a really lovely rest of the summer and I will see you soon. Bye bye.